Angela Yee and Charlemagne the God. The Breakfast Club, bitches. <laughs> the voice of the culture. People watch The Breakfast Club for like news and really be tuned in. It's one of my favorite shows to do just because y'all always keep it 100, y'all keep it real. They might not watch the news, but they're on Twitter, they're on Facebook. They're, you know, they're listening to The Breakfast, the Breakfast Club. Get your ass up. Good morning, Angela Yee. Good morning, DJ Envy. Charlemagne the God. Yes, it's Friday, and shout to everybody that came out to Boston Summer Jam. We had a great time yesterday. Yes, salute to Bob Pittman. Now, I usually don't tell y'all things like this, but I'm only telling y'all because this is only my second time doing it. We rode on a private jet yesterday to Boston. Because, you know, my wife is um, eight months pregnant. Right. I think, or seven. I don't know. I know she's due September 27th. I'm terrible at math. Um, and so I needed to get back. Now, here's the trick. What? My wife's not even in town. So I didn't even know. <laughs> <laughs> I, she's not even here. You know what I'm saying? So I got back for no reason. But it still was fun. Yeah. Thank you, Bob. Shout, you know, shout out to the private jet life. You know what I mean? We had a huge jet. <laughs> <laughs> All right, now don't keep it locked. You know, today's show, we got Jay Williams from ESPN joining us today. Yes. And also, Freaky 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 Friday, Carly Red. Carly Red. Um, Carly Red. Loving hip hop, right? Yes, right. Red here. Okay. I'm She's engaged to... or married. She used to talk to Jock. Just keep in mind that it's Freaky Freaky Friday. So anything you hear today during the Carly Red interview is in the context of Freaky Freaky Friday. No oh boy. Okay, don't take us out of context later on in life. All right. <laughs> all right. All right. All right. Keep it locked. And, of course, get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Wake up. Wake up. Wake your ass. This is your time to get it off your chest. Whether you're mad or blessed, we want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. Hello, who's this? Yo, what up, DJ Envy? What's up, bro? Get it off your chest. My girl just got diagnosed with cancer, you know what I mean, a couple of weeks ago, man. Today yeah. is the first day of chemo. Okay. You know what I mean? I just want to let her know that we're going to make it through this. You know what I mean? All you people out there that's fighting cancer, stay positive. You're going to make it through it if you don't. It's just, you know what I mean? It's what happens. God loves man. you. Stay strong. Keep moving. Keep pushing. Man. Prayers, her name. Go, Prayers her name. for her, man. Prayers for her. Yeah, thank you, thank you, thank you. What's her name? Uh, Kaylee Renee Mangus, man. Well, let's throw some positive energy out there for Kaylee's, man. Absolutely. God bless her. Right on, man. I, I love Praying for her. Too, man. What type of cancer she have, bro? Uh, she got lymphoma cancer, man. It's in the neck or whatever. Okay. So, and where you calling from? I'm calling from Indianapolis, man. Naptown, Indiana, West Side, out there, Hard Street. Y'all know what it is. All right. We send some prayers out definitely to her, brother. All right, man. Thanks, man. Y'all stay positive out there. Show them the guy. Yes, sir. Stay on their neck, bro. Stay on their neck. You already know, my brother. <laughs> Hello, who's that? Yo, MV, Big Chocolate, the Toe Sucker. How we doing? Hey, what's up, Big oh, Chocolate, the Toe Sucker? It's Toe Time, everybody. We need a little funny this morning. All right, I want to play a game with you. It's called mm. Is It Just Me? All right, here we go. Tell me what you think at the end. Is it just me or does Charlemagne look like Tyrese Ugly Twin? Is it just me or does Angela E. wear pants all the time to hide her hairy legs? Is it just me or does Envy have feet like Fred Flintstone? Yabba dabba doo. Is it just me or was everything you just said corny as hell just now? <laughs> could just be, could just be me, though. Is it just me or you just got hung up on? My legs definitely are never hairy, but... Oh, all right. Put that out there. Hello, who's this? 
This is Tiara. Hey, Tiara. Get it off your chest, mama. I am so sick and tired of these deadbeat fathers that you ask them to do the bare minimum, and they can't even do that. Oh, boy. I what you ask them to do? It's their second time calling in two weeks now. <laughs> no, I never called before, honey. Yeah, there's a lot of people that are sick of that. What, what you ask them to do, mama? First of all, I work overnight. I work at a jail. All I ask my son and father to do is keep him three nights a week while I go to work. I pick him up in the morning and take him to school. It's nothing that you have to do but please ask to sleep. And he can't do that. Mm. Well, well, you got into you know what you was getting into when you got into yeah, it. She probably I, did not know. Oh, he got into I it. I don't like you. I did not know. She did not know. I don't know. like you interrupting. I don't like. This is your boy because you don't let him in your house. My I boy. I don't my boy. <laughs> you let him in your house. You Who let him in this? your house. Who is this? Who? Yeah. Say his name. A chef. A chef? I let a bunch of chefs in my house. Wow. And we got a deadbeat chef. I got a bad deadbeat chef. Listen, I don't like you. I don't like you interrupting that chef's quality time with his girlfriend to drop off his son, okay? How dare you? Throw me crazy. Andy, you're such a family man. If you see him, you need to tell him about it. I don't know. I don't know what chef. He has a lot of chefs. I got a bunch of different chefs. Y'all had him on the breakfast club one time. Y'all let him come up here. Yeah, the chef on the breakfast. Is his food good? Yeah, his food is good. Yeah, I'm, I'm sorry, so basically, mama. this is Envy's fault somehow. Is he from a reality it's show? It's he... not Envy's fault because Envy would never know because he's such a brother. He likes to make it seem like he's something that he's not. Is he on a reality show? I never had no reality show. No, in my he house. ain't on no damn reality show. I don't know who you he talking about. You got a chef he on gotta, the breakfast. He just got a name name. He got to be Jamaican. I got a, a bunch of Jamaican chefs. He Jamaican? No, he's black. Oh. Well, Jamaicans are black. What? <laughs> well, some Jamaicans. He's African American. He's not a foreigner. He's not West Indian. Well, right. congratulations oh, to you, boo. No, I'm I'm sorry that you can't get no uh, sake and all fish in the sake and all fish in the one. What's it what's it called? Aki and sawfish. Aki and sawfish. Sake, that's Japanese. <laughs> Whatever. I'm sorry you can't get no Jamaican breakfast and a good father. I'm sorry. Wait, wait, is he is he from Long Island? No, he's from Jersey. Oh, Forget it. Emmy just has I, no I idea who I'm it sorry, is. Mama. All right. Have a blessed morning. I'll tell boy. all the chefs to all make sure hints. they take care of their kids. <laughs> all you deadbeat chefs out there. Uh-huh. Get it off your chest. 800 585 1051. If you need to vent, hit us now. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Get it. Pick up the mother, mother phone and dial. This is your time to get it off your chest. Whether you're mad or blessed. Say it with your chest. We want to hear from you on the Breakfast Club. So you better have the same energy. Yeah. Hello, who's this? This is Beanie. Hey, what's up, Beanie? Get it off your chest. Man, I want to know why mechanics don't know how to use the right oil in your engine. They should uh-huh. if they're a mechanic. Man, this du- this dummy put stupid, the wrong oil in my engine and my whole engine stuck. Stopped in the middle of the highway. That's because you ain't go to a real mechanic. You went to somebody's friend house. Man, I went to Walmart. Oh, you went to Walmart? <laughs> this Walmart change? Yeah, some Walmarts got car I've services. i seen that. Yep. Oh, well. Yeah. I mean, I, I ain't got this Walmart, but I, I mean, I go to Walmart for food. I ain't going to Walmart to change yeah, my time. you could have went to Jiffy Lube, boo. I'm yeah, sure yeah. you got a Jiffy yeah. Lube in your area Absolutely. Charlamagne, you look like Jiffy Lube. You look like Jiffy Lube with your black ass. How you know they black? <laughs> I, of course, I'm black. Black all day. Oh, okay. There you go. Maybe he right there. All day. What you need to do, you, you need to go to Jiffy Pube and get your little pubic hairs cut off. Walking around with a bikini hey, on with all your vagina hey, hair showing. Hey, 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 hey. You got to right. push it down there, don't, don't take your own advice. Go take your own advice. When okay? the last time you shaved your legs? What was the last time you shaved your head? Uh, I'm going to get a shave today. Thank you. Okay, you don't okay. even have no hair on top of there. But my hairline is trash. Your okay. hair don't grow. What is this argument grow? about? All right, my hairline does grow. She loves me. Four-year-old kid. She loves me. Hello, who's this? Yo, Abby, what's good? This is Mike from Brooklyn. What's poppin', bro? Get it off your chest. I understand that some people that be having their bad days or whatever in terms right. of how they smell. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I love how this is going. Deodorant on or whatever, or um, you forget. But my coworker, be every single day, 
she be smelling like zoo dirt every day. And what I don't understand zoo how to like, dirt? I never heard of that like, zoo dirt. I don't understand how I'm supposed to like tell her like, yo, you stink. Or it's, you gotta, you gotta get a woman. You, got, you, know you gotta I mean? get a woman. You gotta get a woman to tell another woman that she stink. Unless you're sleeping with said woman. I, nah, I, I, I'm not sleeping with that woman. She, uh, uh. Yeah, if you're not sleeping with her, then you uh, maybe, gotta get somebody else to Maybe do it. get her a nice little gift basket of some soaps and lotions that smell good. I don't even think she get it because it's everybody in my job, you know, saying that, yo, she stinks, she smells like Beetlejuice or whatever. It, it's just a nasty, it's just a nasty smell. I wonder I what understand. that could be from. Well, make her a ghetto gift basket, and in that gift basket have deodorant, uh, yeah. soap. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Limosol. Maybe you know it's her. I mean? di- maybe it's her diet. Every time that she be having a nerve, be like, "Oh, you know, it's stinking here." Like, uh, does you know you? <laughs> oh, see, now, now, see, I'm gonna tell you something. Now, if she was around I me saying that, I have to let No, no, no. Now, if you with her and she blurts out, "It stink," and it's her, it stinks in here. Yeah, because it's you. That's when you gotta let her have it. Don't no, be that, mean. Don't be mean. You got to let. No, no, no. You got to let her have it right then and there. I'm not gonna lie. This happened to somebody that. Well, one of my ex-co-workers used to smell really bad, and we actually had to take him to the side. And I was... Damn, Charlamagne, you stink, son. He said ex-co-worker. And I, I actually had to tell him and say, you know, there's a little bit of an odor, and I don't know what it is, but I think it was his clothes, because he used to wear this coat, and the coat, he would never wash it. Mm. And that smelled really bad, and he just, I don't know, he just didn't shower every day. I don't know what it was, but we told him. Jeez. The Breakfast Club. This is your time to get it off your chest. Whether you're mad or blessed, we want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. Hello, who's this? Portia. Hey, Portia, get it off your chest, mama. I want to get off my chest that um, I put on social media. I purchased something from the local Fashion Nova. Uh-oh. And they still ain't giving me my credit. And I um, whoa, whoa, whoa. edit Cardi B. Whoa, stop. I need you to stop what? for a second. There's a local Fashion Nova? I thought Fashion Nova was only on social you know, media. It's locally online. <laughs> what? <It's> locally <laughs> online. <laughs> How is it local? Okay. About? All right. And All right. I know That's y'all seen my DM telling y'all to um, get it off my chest for me because I added Cardi B. And asked her to help me out with her um, street credit. And I, I ain't getting nothing back. Well, what? Cardi B probably didn't see it because she has, like, you know, know. thousands of people hitting her up. And Cardi B don't own Fashion Nova, but why are you adding Cardi B? You should be I adding know, the people Fashion Nova. She got to look out for the people. She just felt like maybe Cardi B would have a little more clout. My goodness. Well, sorry you didn't get your Fashion Nova dress, mama. Was it for something special? It was for Mother's Day. I had me a nice little, you know, outfit (laughs) picked out, but I just refused to purchase anything, and they still owe me like $80. All right, well, listen, this is what you do. Send me a DM right now because I do know a couple of people that work there. So I'm going to hit up my guy. And send it to him and see if he can help you. Good luck. All of y'all gonna feel so Thank bad. You. All of y'all gonna feel bad when y'all realize Ivanka Trump is going to Fashion Nova. Hello, who's this? She's definitely not. <laughs> Morning, Breakfast Club. This is Charlene. Hey, Charlamagne. Hey, G. Hey, Andy. Hey, How are y'all? Hey, Charlene. Get it off your I chest. Just, I just wanted to say that I'm blessed. Um, you know, within the last six years of my life, I've been through a lot. I lost my mom six years ago, and. You know, me and her were very, very close. It was very sudden, and so, you know, I was overweight, and I just had a lot of things going on, and I just recently lost 80 pounds. I'm down to 171. Okay. I am sexy as ever. I look like my high school days. Um, I've been a stay-at-home mom. My oldest is 13, and my youngest is 9. I just went back to work for the first time, and I've been working for a year, and, you know, things are just really looking up for me, so I'm just 
Call me and say I'm blessed. I love y'all. Charlemagne, I'm from South Carolina, boo, and them clouds you're talking about. Uh-huh. Well, we had some of the best rain last night. Oh, man, it so you was, got some good sleep. Man, sleep my ass. Oh, I can't say that. I, I was doing everything <laughs> but sleep, okay? There you um, go. Hey, now, that's what I'm talking about. Oh, you was about. having sex in the rain? You, what you talking about, boy? I don't know how to I am. Do you know how? I wish I could send a picture. I am hot, okay? I am doing it up, and... <laughs> You know, me and my husband have been together 22 years. I'm just blessed. And yeah. he, uh, he's having fun because you're so much more confident now, too, and happy. So there that's you great. Go. What are you talking about? I mean, can't, no, I can put on, I look bummy as ever, and nobody can't tell me I don't look good. I don't give a damn what exactly. nobody. Well, congratulations, Congrats baby. to you, mama. I definitely was Thank having sex you. tonight before I when have... it was raining. Though. I had that Miguel playing while it was raining. I was, I, was wishing it was, I was wishing it was raining last night. I said that to my wife. Damn, I wish it was raining. Hello, who's this? Queen God, D-A-N-B, this spread from Milwaukee, Wisconsin, checking in. What's, your, what's happening? What's up, bro? Get it off your chest, man. It is very expensive being a single person out here. I run through a lot of dope being single. And Brother Envy, yes. I would like you to congratulate me, brother, because I did get some Queen Poom last weekend. I had Woo! to pay for it. Oh, was it a real person or was, was it a doll? Definitely yes, a rope. Yes, definitely a, a doll. Yeah, it was a young lady. I had to pay for it. Young lady? How old is young? Uh, what age? She was, she was 27. Oh, okay. you paid for it? I'm, what's the price of Poom Poom in Milwaukee I, I had, nowadays? I had to pay... I had to pay a hundred dollars. So I didn't want you to, but I paid had. her. Well, you get what you paid. You get what you paid for, man. So call me when you uh, start getting that herpes medication. Was okay? it worth it? But uh, well, you know, at this stage of the game, Miss E, yeah, you got to make it happen somehow. My great grandma Clyde always told me, baby, sometimes you got to pay to play. Oh I didn't understand gosh. what she talked about back then. I thought she was had Alzheimer's. Let me tell you something. I, I can guarantee your grandma charged more than a hundred dollars. Okay. Oh, stop it. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. Call us up now. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. We got a special guest in the building. My partner, yes. Jay Williams. Good to be here. I miss y'all faces, man. Welcome back. How it's are been you, a minute. I'm good. Now, you got your new documentary, Best Shot. Yeah. How does that differ from your book, Life is Not an Accident? It's almost the same. Okay. The best part about it, though, is, you know, when I got a chance to work with Maverick on this whole thing, you know, how are we doing more in our community to impact our youth, right? Mm -hmm. And how are we doing more for kids that look like us or they talk like us? And one of the things I really respect about Bron and Maverick, you know, you heard Phil Jackson a couple years ago say, you know, LeBron and his posse. That posse is close to being a billion-dollar posse, mm -hmm. right? right? Mm -hmm. So my thing is, hey, no longer are we going to have situations where one guy makes it out. They've proven that one guy can make it out, and you can uplift the rest of the people around you. Mm -hmm. So they can be on par just with everybody else if they're talking about business, whatever it may be. So how do we take that mindset, and how do we implement that into our youth? And some of these kids from Newark, man, they almost feel like they didn't have a chance before they even got a chance to get started. Mm -hmm. So this is at Central High School. Exactly. Right, and what's interesting and what I love, and I was just talking about this the other day, is a lot of times these kids come to school and we don't know what their circumstances are like at home. So sometimes they do things in school and we have to take that into consideration. Like what is the story of what's going on with their family? What's going on with them financially, emotionally and all of that. They bring all that baggage to school with them. And my thing is I'm tired of these kids being white noise because you hear a lot of people talk about doing the right thing and then we're innately selfish people where you're worried about your family, yourself, what you're doing for yourself and you kind of leave them off on the side. When you hear a 15 year old kid, Angela say you know what, my dad's been in jail my whole life. My brother's in and out of jail. You have other family members asking, hey, get us out of this hood. Get us a big house. It all falls on me at 15. Like, what the hell kind of pressure is that for a kid who's 15 years old? We have another kid named Isaiah who is 17 who lives by himself. I don't know how the hell he's not in the system, 
but he lives by himself. He's paying rent. He's asking me, yo, Jay, can I borrow 500 for rent? I got two dogs. You know, I got to go to work after school. I'm not going to miss practice. Who the hell goes through all that 16, 17 years old? That's a lot of pressure. So then if they make a mistake, I got another kid, Kareem, break down how he sold drugs. And he's like, why would I go work at Burger King? When I'm making minimum wage, when I can do this and I can make five times that in the you know less amount of time, right. Burking don't is, don't take you to prison. Exactly. That, you I mean, well, you talk to him about, but you see those thorough conversations about hey, that same skill set that you have where you can size somebody up and you're very quick at math, you can make that applicable to a job where you can actually earn a lot more money. There's also who's helping to raise you at home because sometimes saying. you don't have anybody at home that's actually teaching you how to do outworking. the right thing. A lot of times your working. mom and dad are outworking. You know, I, with the thing with, with Newark, and shout out to Newark. My, I my, love Newark. My kids play in Newark. They play football in Newark, play basketball in Newark. The problem I see a lot of times with like cities or places like Newark is there's a lot of raw talent there. Mm-hmm. And it feels like sometimes... The suburbs finds the raw talent. They find that one kid, and then they kind of like pluck that one kid out of the bad situation and put him in a in a good situation. And they never help this town or the city or the coaches. And that's the problem. There's just not enough programs. How do we break that cycle? Well, that's what I love about you know I, I got into this whole argument a while ago where I said LeBron was the greatest of all time. Well, now I know why you said that because the executive producer documentary. Well, that too. Yeah, I mean that helps. That. Yeah, that's fine. I like that. But you know what though, <laughs> yeah. but he's given like that dude gave forty one million dollars to his college tuitions. And like I said this before, like I don't know all the things that Michael Jordan has done, but I've seen Michael Jordan invest in penitentiaries and things of that sort. I'm not knocking the Is that business hustle. Oh, yeah. I thought that was the internet rumor. I, I don't know. That's what I've heard. I we'll said, say like allegedly. I said, we'll I've say heard allegedly. allegedly. But I know what LeBron does for the community. Mm-hmm. So. The fact that he's investing, and that's my thing, being there three days a week for four months and spending time with these kids, like, that's how you do it. That's life-changing. Like, that's how you do it. You actually give yourself your time, your effort, your mind, you know, your intellectual property to these kids so they can understand that, oh, he looks like me, he sounds different, but that's not being white, that's being educated. Right. He thinks thoroughly, oh, he, I can do business too, I can own a business, but you need other people like us to empower them to show them that it's feasible. I love LeBron for that, but that don't make him the greatest basketball player of all time. Yeah. So you don't think he could beat Michael Jordan in a one-on-one? I knew it was going to turn into this conversation just, with you. I, I, just don't, I don't think it's a fair conversation. I don't even think it's fair to LeBron. Life I, isn't fair, and man. it's definitely not fair to Jordan. Why? Jordan, Why? Jordan is a god. Like It's like chasing a ghost. Like LeBron, Why? Why? I think LeBron is He'll a guy. He'll never be 6-0 in guy. NBA Finals. Well, well, wait, because now you're talking team basketball. So Steve mm-hmm. Kerr will make a couple of shots. You can you can name other guys that made some big shots. It takes an element of luck to be six and zero in the finals. Well, Michael said that. I don't know if you saw. The, I'm sure you did, but he saw the video. He was like, "Yo, we shouldn't be talking about individual players. We should be talking about best teams of all time." Okay. So I think that like Michael Jordan led some of the greatest NBA teams of all time. That's a different conversation. Yeah. Who do you? So you say Michael would beat LeBron one one? No. In his prime, maybe. No. Yeah. No. Maybe. Maybe. Why not? He's six nine, two sixty five. I don't think so. He's a freak train. Yeah, yeah, no. Who can move like Michael and is faster? He backed Michael one on one. One on one, he backed Michael down. I mean, we've seen Michael do some amazing things. I'm not going. I have no reason to doubt Michael Jordan about anything. And I, gotta, I, I just don't think this is what turns into. This is barbershop we'll talk. No, we'll we'll never know. Wait. I was gonna say we'll never know. Like I just don't think. We'll it's, I, I, I don't think it's fair to LeBron because LeBron is the greatest LeBron we've ever seen. If oh, you compare yeah. him to all of these other greats, you're going to always be disappointed because he can't reach those expectations. He can't be Jordan. He can't be Magic. He just can't. He's LeBron. I just don't think it's fair to him. Well, for who though? See, because you're you, how old are you now? Forty. Okay, cool. Yeah. So you're part of that generation that follows that. But for these kids, they don't know about Michael. Mm-hmm. As they don't know about right. Magic. 
He is the pinnacle. But, so the conversation will change in the next 20 years because they won't have that to compare it to. That's not accurate, though. I, I'm not saying it's accurate. Yeah, yeah, I'm just yeah. saying what life is. Got you. I mean, there's nothing about it's accurate. All right, we have more with Jay Williams when we come back, so don't move. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. It's DJ NV, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the guy. We are The Breakfast Club. From ESPN, we have Jay Williams in the building. Charlamagne? You know, it's interesting, man. I always wonder, we was having this conversation the other day, does social media allow people to grow? Because you have a guy, OG, mm-hmm. you know, who made him a lot, a lot of mistakes, but now he's a coach and he's using his mistakes as lessons for everybody else. Do they allow people to grow in this era? Because I feel like they judge you for everything that may have happened in your past. Well, I mean, I think we do if you keep pushing the narrative. Right. Like, mm-hmm. you have to keep pushing narrative about how what your evolution is and how you've changed. You can't be worried about social media. You have to keep doing the work. Right. Really? I mean, that's the best part about And for him, though, too, like, he, um, like he doesn't, it was funny watching him, watching all of them, because we went down to Duke for a game, right? Mm-hmm. And it was funny, I don't think they've ever been around that many white people in their life. <laughs> I mean, the Caucasian people. Like, they they never, like, in Newark, like you ain't saying hi to nobody when you walk down the street. Mm-hmm. So we were, we're there on campus, and the, some kids are like, oh, hey, and one of my boys, Hottie, on the team, is like, yo, why why, does, why are you saying hi to me? What do you want? I'm like, he don't want nothing, <laughs> Hottie. He's just saying hi to That's you. Funny. It's okay. He's like, yo, why, did, why they don't got their bikes locked up? I don't trust nice I'm white like, people. People ain't, because they ain't stealing <laughs> bikes around here, Hottie. You know what I mean? So it was, like, such a, a culture shock for mm-hmm. them to understand, like, yo, this is an environment conducive to you learning. Right. But they never get those experiences because 95% of them have never been out of the city of Newark. That's real. So, like, how the hell can you plan for what you want to be when you don't even have the exposure to see what you can be? It was just, um, it was one of the best things I've ever done in my life. Like, writing a book, playing ball in the league, all that stuff. Like, bouncing back. I don't care about any of that. Like, I feel like I left this whole thing being like, yo, what the hell am I doing? Like, I'm too, like, I need to do more within my own community. Are you going to do this every season with different schools? Is that something that... I don't I don't know what the plan is going to be. It, mm-hmm. It's on YouTube. It's great. It comes out, uh, it came out last week. We're airing a new episode every Wednesday. It's eight episodes? Eight episodes. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, we don't know if YouTube wants to do another season. We did hit a million views already on YouTube yesterday within four and a half days, which is pretty dope. Sounds pretty good. Yeah. Sounds like a renewal. I mean, it's, uh, we'll see how it goes, but it, it's it's real work, yo. I mean, my wife is pregnant. Every Monday and Tuesday, I'm in Bristol, Connecticut. Every Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, I'm on the road. And then Wednesday and Thursday and Friday, I was with those kids, man. Enough, and do you feel such a connection that after you finish filming, you want to keep in contact and still go? Well, that's the best part about it. it. I mean, just because the docuseries is over don't mean their lives are over. So now you have kids like, what happens to Isaiah? Like, he's trying to find a part-time job and go to school. Like, who's helping him do all that? Mm-hmm. Like, we have another kid named Quan Quan who just literally was messing around with his boys. They were jumping some kid, and then the kid recognized him, and then he got put in jail overnight. Mm-hmm. And then he has follow-up things, and now there's a record for Quan Quan. Mm-hmm. So, like, how does that affect him? And he was just there. Like, he wasn't even act- like actively involved in it. He was just there, guilty by association. So, like, how do you help those kids follow up to recognize that, hey, some you just can't even be around? Right. Like, you have to start, you know, distancing yourself from people who don't have your priorities in their best hands. It's a conscious decision. I yes, mean, I, I think we've all had to make it. I know I definitely had to make it when I was running with the wrong people. You know, it's just mm-hmm. like, yo, like, I cannot be around this anymore. That's either got to focus all the energy on doing positive things. Or if I even have one foot in the negative, the negative is going to catch up with me. But, man, you're a great lesson. I, I talked about you to one of our kids, too, because I feel like the people who are able to get by stuff in life, because life happens to all of us. Mm-hmm. The more you're able to own things and understand, like, yo, this was where my life was. 
These are the things I've learned from it. But ain't nobody out there perfect. So you have a lot of tough people behind the keyboard who like to act like they're perfect. Yep. But everybody's going through some kind of or adversity in their life. So the more I can own it, the more I can empower myself to do more with it. So it's the same thing with these kids. Like you own your background, own where you're from, own like your town, rep your city. But you can be as you can be as great as you want to be. But and nobody here holding you back. It's not forgiven anymore. Like it goes back to the social media question. It's like you can't make a mistake anymore because now when you make a mistake, is is it's hard to get back. You know what I mean? You can go back and say, you know what, at age 16, I did this. But now people are looking at what you did at 16, and they think, oh, well, that's your character now. It's not like that. <laughs> it's, whistle it's not like that. But part you know? of it, like you said, is making mistakes and owning your background and owning the mistakes that you made and learning from them and just keeping it going. Like, just keep on pushing the new narrative. My thing is I talk all the time, just like you guys. So I'm inevitably bound to say some dumb sometimes. Mm-hmm. Like, it's going to happen. Right. Like, it's just the way life is, right? But if I can go back on air the next day and say, I was wrong. And I own it, and I move forward. Sometimes you don't get that opportunity. No, I'm with you. I'm lucky because I'm on air all the time, but I I hear exactly what you're saying. Do you teach the kids about social media, too? Because I feel like that's a conversation that has to be had nowadays that we didn't have to have coming up. We didn't really get heavily involved in that, I think. Because it affects kids so much. And they even talk about, like, the rates of suicides going up because of social media and how much they're affected by things they see and what not to post and things like that. We didn't get into that as much because I think some of the issues that they had to deal with were a little bit beyond social media at that given time mm-hmm. you know when you got when you got kids who are worried about how to put you know money with their mom or put clothes on their their young brother's backs uh, it's just a different set of circumstances so i'm sure we kind of breezed over social media but i mean you see start to see the way some of these kids are living and their upbringing it's like all right like we have to focus on the bigger picture like mm-hmm. how do we how do we help them get out of this environment mm-hmm. like and not saying like you know the kid kwan kwan's like yo i want to go down to la i want to go to miami i'm like have you ever been outside the city of newark do you know jersey's called the garden state do you know what jersey can even offer you he's like i've never been outside newark i don't know nothing but grasses wow. or, or all this stuff like so he only sees through that microcosm you know what i mean so uh, is that a conversation worth having 100 percent but Angela, we didn't even get a chance to get there. Right. Like some I saw one of the um, students, his father died. And then you on TV. Mm-hmm. On TV, yeah, that's So crazy. a lot of people are like, oh, so how do you relate to these kids? I'm like, so when that episode drops, how's he going to deal with that at 16 years old? Mm-hmm. That he lost his dad. On, you're watching this kid go through the first stage of grief of him losing his father. I was on a plane, right? He was on a plane. It, we were on a bus. We were down we were there. Bus, right. And here's the thing. We were down at Duke. It was the first time we were getting them out of their environment. Like We were away from everything. We were actually having a good time. Like you felt like they had a chance to be kids, mm. kids. You know what I mean? Like run around, do silly stuff. Um, and then this kid finds out his dad died, but it was one of the most painful and beautiful moments at the same time because you saw, all right, like we don't know a lot about Hadi's family, and his family would be there for him, his mom and his, you know, his grandma. But like you saw us, like you saw we all we got, like we are his family, like we all came and we hugged him and we prayed together. And we stayed in his ear throughout the entire ball game. We continued to talk to him for days and days afterwards. I talked to him now. He just actually FaceTimed me like literally 10 minutes ago. Like shout out to Hottie for like he wants to find a way. He just needs people to help him give him a blueprint. Or that's all people need is direction and right. guidance, man. It's just that Absolutely. simple. And somebody that gives a f- I didn't mean to get deep on y'all. I'm just no, saying. No, you come, no, you no, come no, from no. this and it's a deep scenario. Yeah, you live no. it for three and a half, four months. It's like, okay. I can tell it means a lot to you. Well, because I'm about to bring a child into this world. And all of a sudden I'm thinking about, well, what kind of father do I want to be? Mm-hmm. You know, when I say something now, it can't just be like, oh, yeah, I'll get to it. It's like, ah, damn. Absolutely. Like, all right. Like, I said it. Like, I need to be that example. Mm-hmm. I need to set that bar high so they can set their own individual bar high. All right. We have more with Jay Williams when we come back. So don't move. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning. 
morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. We have Jay Williams from ESPN in the building. Charlemagne, you got married this year too, right? I got. Man, you always go right to the personal stuff. Right. That's what I love about you. <laughs> right man, you just here. go right there. Like, <laughs> yes, I'm having an interracial baby. We're getting married. Welcome, welcome to the club. Sir. Thank you. I mean, thank not you. the interracial oh, baby. Oh, club. Like, yeah, okay, yeah, I was like, whoa, wait, wait, is there something I need to know, Charlemagne? The married club. Welcome to the club. The married club. The married club. Do you feel different? No, I think for everybody else, though, they feel different about me being different. I think everybody else is kind of shocked at it. Like, oh, you're married. How is it? I'm like, it's great. It ain't no it ain't no different than what my life was beforehand. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm just on my path. I had a homeboy tell me <laughs> a few weeks ago, he was like, yo, you really be on that faithful <laughs> like, yes. What are you talking like, about? Now I do. I know. Hey, got to. You know, no choice. Now, let's talk basketball a little bit now. Um, NBA. LeBron going to the Lakers. Mm. What does that mean for the West Coast? As far as the league. You know LeBron not there to play no basketball. Oh, he, I mean, he's trying to become that billion-dollar athlete. I respect it. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, who, who better to lead you than Magic? I mean, I look at a lot of athletes like, who's on your board, right, Emmy? So my thing is, like, who was on LeBron's board in Cleveland? Dan Gilbert? No, I, and I love Dan. Respect to Dan, but you already felt that chemistry being off, right? So, like, who else is LeBron surrounding himself with? And going out to L.A., if that's Magic, Rob Palenka, Kobe Bryant, Jenny Buss. I mean, think about how exponentially different that board is than the board he originally had in Cleveland. That's real. Mm-hmm. And they're still going to be able to build around him. I mean, he just has to be patient. The West is ridiculous, man. Like, I, I think Cleveland is going to win. I mean, Toronto will be better with Kawhi. But, I mean, to have Golden State with Boogie now, like, but do that's you want to play that, you know, in this late in your career, getting banged up from the West? Because those games are going to be hard, difficult. It's not like you got two teams that you got to worry about in the East. You got a bunch of teams that's going to bang you up. It's actually going to be better in L.A. Because the quality of life quality is so, life different, so different. different. Yeah. The thing is, too, like, he's all about family and legacy. So my thing is, like, for anybody that tries to say, like, business is not involved, like, you don't know what you're talking about. Because now it's like, all right, I was in Cleveland. I did what I said I was going to do in Cleveland. I came back to Cleveland. I won y'all championship. Mm-hmm. Like, I did what I said I was going to do. Now I want to go to L.A. Like, all right, I might have to take a lump the first year. But think about what he's setting up down the line, man. I mean, they have, what, Space Jam too. Mm-hmm. They got so many things in the work. Um, in the works, like, he's media empire. Like, why not build your legacy right there? I mean, just, plus L.A. is L.A., man. You get there, you don't want to leave. Yeah, at his age, and he's got his family, his kid playing ball. Like, he good. Mm-hmm. He's not there for no basketball. I mean, I, I have been hearing, though, that KD might come to New York, though. Really? That's I've been hearing bold. KD coming to the Knicks. You really hear that. You think KD uh, I've been be- hearing that, and I've been hearing Jimmy Dr- Butler and Kyrie come to Brooklyn. Oh, what? Brooklyn. So I'm just saying, I live in Brooklyn. I would love that for my next. Where, where, where are you hearing this from, Jay? Yeah, where are you getting this Some people in the streets. Sources. Come on, man, from people in the streets. Why would KD come to New York? Why would he do that? I'd be so excited. Why would he leave Golden State to come to New York? I mean, eventually, I mean, how many chi- I mean, look, he can stay there all his career. I don't really yeah, care. Yeah, Whatever yeah. KD want to do is what KD wants to do. But the thing I love about KD, he's a different cat. Yeah. Like he, and I like he does. He likes to do things that kind of throw people off. Like, he doesn't like for you to know what he's going to do. Like, everybody wants to hate on him going to Golden State. He's going to win chips. And then eventually, I mean, I, I think he's going to want to have his own team. Could that be in New York City? Why not? You think you go to D.C. since that's home? He could do that in D.C. too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, somebody needs to come to New York okay. eventually. Though. I would too. Somebody. somebody needs to come. Yeah. Somebody. I mean, that's please. When, that's when Golden State's going to start losing when some of their players start to be like, okay, I want to ex- try new things. Like, your mom might go to L.A. Well, Clay Thompson's deal is up next year too. I mean, how many See? you can't have? Any max deals can you have? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, Clay is one of those guys. Like when you think about Golden State, who do you think about? KD or Stephen Curry? Right. Number yeah, one, yeah, number yeah. two. Who else do you think about? Draymond, my favorite player in the league, so I like Draymond. Okay, but I, Dr- I see what you're saying. Well, animated, right? Passion, Draymond. So what, Clay's the fourth? I mean, if you put in Boogie now, if Boogie comes back full strength, yeah, yeah. maybe Boogie, and then what, Clay's fifth? Yeah. So the guy, that's fifth? 
He's fifth, the guy that dropped, like, what, 50 points, like, in the game, like, in three and a half quarters? Yeah, that's weird. He definitely faded the beach. So I'm saying? Hey, watch <laughs> oh, your mouth. Oh. Now, what about Melo on, on the Rockets? Is that good, bad? I think I think it was the only feasible place for Melo. I didn't think there was, I mean, OKC didn't work out. Playing with Russ is a different, Russ is a different animal. Mm-hmm. We all know that. Uh, everybody was talking about, well, he could go different places. I'm like, why? Like, just go win a chip. Like, come off the bench. I love Melo. Is Mello. he going to come off the bench? Does it matter if you win a chip? I mean, he got his $25 million buyout. Mm-hmm. He's got another $2.4 million deal for a one year. I have an ego. I get that. But if your Melo has to get to a certain point where it's like, yo, what am I doing? Like, now, granted, his footage he put out on IG yesterday, he was giving Brandon, Jen- Brandon Jennings some buckets. I mm-hmm. I see you, but, I mean, it's almost like D-Wade. You have to get to a certain point. Like, we are getting old. Right. This is a young man's game. Respect that. Understand, get in where you fit in. Come in for a good 10, 15 minutes. Get your 15 points. Win a championship with Houston. Call it a day. Walk off. That's it. Walk off. I mean, it ain't about the money no more. It's hard to do that when you come in the league with Braun, and Braun's still dropping 28, 30 a game. Still looking like a young man. Father Miller, what are you going to do? Father Miller, I don't want to go to the state. <laughs> Screw everybody. Just, oh, why not? Everybody needs to go there. That's what I said. Just everybody go to Golden State. One year, 2.4, I'm here. Like, what's up? Just, just get my ring. Let's just do it. Just do it. Get my ring right now. Let's just do it. Now, you always say, this is my last question. You always say you let uh, the accident that you went through empower you. Is it still empowering you? Or is it, uh, are you find other things that empower you now? Well, my kid is starting to empower me now, right. now more than ever. Like, and I, you know, everybody's like, well, why are you saying her name? Why are you talking about her? She hasn't been born yet. I'm like, I'm all about speaking my life into existence. Right. 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 So, I mean. I mean, 13 years ago, I would have never thought I would have been in a room with y'all. Um, you know, I was on the verge of committing suicide twice, like we talked about. Mm-hmm. So now to be able, I find that we like to simplify life. The only way we are able to break people down is if I can put you in a simplified box. Like, oh, you're a radio announcer. Oh, okay. Or, or you're a DJ. Or you do your thing. It's like, no, nah, like we're all complex individuals. And the more I can share my complexities with these young kids and the world to let them understand that I am unique and I am full of flaws and I am full of positive things as well. Like, we're all in the same boat. We're all trying to figure it out. Ain't nobody different from another. All right. How many times a day do you get mistaken for Biggs, Rockefeller? That's so messed up, <laughs> <How> many, <laughs> That's so messed up. Wait, you think they look alike? Kareem, that, right? that was the third member of Rockefeller Records. This is him right here. What the hell? Oh, damn. damn. I got the same smile. <laughs> <laughs> oh! <laughs> Might be something there. Y'all ain't never letting it go. <laughs> my goodness. It's Jay Williams. <laughs> it's right, the Breakfast Club. Good morning. I was born a donkey. It's the donkey of the day. <laughs> That's pretty fun. Charlemagne the devil? Possibly. <laughs> the Breakfast Club. Donkey of the day for Friday, August 3rd goes to Richard Madruga of the great state of Florida. I have not given donkey to anyone from Florida all week, so it's safe to say this is the sanest week Florida has ever had. What does your Uncle Charla always tell you? The craziest people in the world come from the Bronx and all of Florida. And I began to get a little worried this week since Florida provides so much content for my donkey of the day. And lo and behold, in my inbox came a perfectly good donkey wrapped in a bow delivered from, you guessed it, the great state of Florida, the Sunshine State. Now, Richard is a crazy ex-boyfriend. A lot of women have those, okay, the ones who pop up at your house or job unannounced threaten violence to you or whoever you're currently dating, leave crazy messages on your voicemail and on your social media. You know the type. Richard is that type. All right, his ex-girlfriend, Megan, who I'm sure is proud to say she's his ex because whenever you realize how crazy someone is, leaving them 
you realize was the best thing for you. Okay, well, Megan was attending a surprise birthday party with her current boyfriend, Christopher Lowry. It was her birthday. And Richard, who clearly wasn't invited, must have gotten a memo with the time and location because he pulled up wanting all the smoke. Let's go to NBC6 Miami for the report, please. An alarming attack. A man trying to surprise his girlfriend on her birthday winds up getting stabbed by her ex-boyfriend. A special night turning into a nightmare. It appears that the suspect was waiting in his pickup truck for the victim to arrive right here at this art studio in Davie before beating the victim with a screwdriver, all while his friends, family, and even a child looked on. 34-year-old Richard Madruga. In the surveillance tape, police say he came out of the truck apparently enraged and attacked Christopher Lowry with two screwdrivers, stabbing him multiple times. The two wrestled to the ground while friends and family watched in horror. Lowry ended up in the emergency room to get stitches in his face and staples on his head. Davy police arrested and charged Madruga with aggravated battery with a deadly weapon. Now, here's the thing, my brothers. I understand you may be all in love with your ex, and she may be the best thing you ever had. But ask yourself one simple question. Is the woman you love that doesn't want to be with you anymore worth taking a penitentiary chance and spending time in a cell surrounded by a bunch of penises for an extended period of time? The reason it's so stupid to fight your old bae's new boo, it's not like after you beat the new boyfriend up, she's going to be with you. Okay, this isn't a duel for her heart. All right, you're not fighting for her love. After you hurt this man and you're sitting in a jail cell, she's still going to be out here in these streets letting her new boo blow her back out. So what's the point? Richard, you pull up in your truck with your pistol on her birthday, drop your pistol when her new boo rushes you, and then resort to stabbing her new boyfriend with two screwdrivers? You played this all wrong because she will never be with you ever again simply because, one, you're crazy, and two, you ruined her birthday. If anything, you should have got her an amazing gift. That's how you properly disrupt her birthday. Y'all brothers got to stop looking for revenge and figure out a way to make your exes jealous and make her feel like she's missing something. And the way you do that is through flossing, not fighting. Don't block her on the gram or Twitter or Facebook. Let her see you shining. Every chance you get, look like you're having a good time without her. Get in shape. Be successful. Success is always the best revenge. Not stabbing Richard. Our board op drama's in here. Drama, do you know what Richard is short for? It's just like a setup, but it's a uh, Yes. Yep. And that's exactly what Richard Madruga is, okay? And that's exactly what Christopher Lowry got stabbed by. Can I say Chris got stabbed by a d since nah. I'm talking about Richard? Nope, not, that's not, that's not going to work? No. Nah. Okay. Uh, anyway, please give Richard Madruga the biggest hee-haw. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. We got a special guest in the building, Carly Rae. Up. What's up, Carly? <laughs> the newly engaged Carly Red. Oh my gosh, is that crazy? What if Beyonce at here? He's, I think he's like downstairs somewhere. Oh, okay. Downstairs somewhere. <laughs> Why you didn't let him to? come up? Huh? Who you engaged to? It's a regular guy. You a regular, know? How that happen? Now, now, explain the story. We've been dating on and off for, for some time now, and um, really dating or loving hip hop dating? No, really dating. Okay. You I see? can saw Mo. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. He from Arkansas. Yeah, he from Arkansas. Yeah, you know. I would never guess. <laughs> yeah. So go ahead. You've been yeah, dating for a long was, time. Yeah, we've been dating on and off, and um, I was surprised mm -hmm. that he popped the question. So I just was like, oh shoot. So off and on, him watching you on, you know, Love and Hip Hop. How did he feel seeing you dating other people? I mean, it's my past, mm -hmm. you know. So. So, how, so off and on, how long then? Oh, it's been about six months. Oh, okay. But you know, we filmed Love and Hip Hop. 
right before you know and um we've just been like wow just together every single day one of those things what made him the one why <laughs> why because um this is definitely it's it's not on some tv it's not on some like oh you know i need her for something she you know he need I, it's not that it's just we really love each other. Now, give us some insight. Who is this guy, though? Like, what does he do? He just came out of nowhere for us. Yes. You know, yes. as people watching you, we had no idea who he was. So tell us um, how you guys met. Who is he? We met We met in Atlanta. Mm-hmm. He freshly moved to Atlanta. We met in Atlanta. You know what's crazy? Jock's manager introduced us. Oh, okay. So he's <laughs> the one that, he's the Jock blocker. Right. Okay. He introduced us. How crazy is that? And he was like, somebody wants to meet you. Somebody wants to meet you. I'm like, whatever, whatever. I'm, I'm just going to come out and have fun with y'all because we hang out. And uh, and I met him, and we've been kicking it ever since. Why would Jock's manager do that? Doesn't he know that you and Jock could have potentially gotten back together? That part. <laughs> I don't know what the hell he was thinking, but hey, I mean, I don't... Jock and I are really, really good friends. Mm-hmm. So um, our history comes from being good friends. When you call him regular, why is he regular? What do you? Because he has a regular job. As you know, Jock is... A rapper, awesome. Life Jennings, a rapper, you know. So singer. I mean, singer, singer. singer. What's a regular job? Like, what does he do? Um, he owns a trucking company. Okay, you know, um, he just works. You know, he's not in the industry. That's good. So you and like why that? He probably making money. He probably making more money than ninety percent of all artists. If he got his own trucking company. Yes, he mm-hmm. has his own trucking company. So yeah, he does make a lot. You of like money. this better to have somebody that's not in the in- industry? This is my first time, mm-hmm. and I'm like, this works. Mm-hmm. He's he's not caring about taking pictures with me and being in the limelight or nothing like that. How many Instagram followers he got? He's actually got a private page. He don't. He, he's okay. Not. He might be a keeper. <laughs> yeah. All right. His page is private. But since okay. it came out, everybody been requesting. He's like, dang. I'm like, mm. he's like, I'm not following nobody. Uh-uh, I'm not into that. Mm-hmm. Other girls from Love and Hip Hop trying to follow him now? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure. I don't know. I'm mm. sure. But he ain't into all that. How much longer do you see yourself doing Love and Hip Hop? Um, I don't know. I don't know. I'm just taking it? it day at a time. You still and enjoy I, it? I love it. And it's a great platform for my stores, mm-hmm. for my book, my you know, things that I want to do. It's a great platform. Let's talk about this uh sexy book you have and tell us a little bit about it. Okay, so um I'm sexually like free spirited. And that what does that mean? Like, I don't mind talking about sex. A lot of people are uncomfortable. I don't okay. mind talking about sex either. Yeah, okay, yeah. <laughs> I, I don't mind talking about sex. Mm-hmm. I, I'm just like, hey, you know. But other people are uncomfortable talking about sex. Mm-hmm. So I got with Zane. She's one of the best times, the number New York one. Times com- bestseller. Yeah, when and it comes to the sex series books. Too, the, um, mm-hmm. And I was in that series, mm-hmm. too. I did a role in there. Um, I got with Zane, and Zane was like, yeah, I would love to. And I told her, I, she was like, just tell me all your stories. Tell me everything you want to talk about, and I'm going to fix it up and make it. Give us one story now that's a freaky story. Oh, there's so many. I give don't us, even know give us a, Just give us a little um, spoiler. Give us one of your freaky stories that can entertain us. Well, next, next month is, uh, what is it? Anal Awareness Month. Anal Awareness Month. Oh, oh gosh. Not anal awareness month. It's anal, it's, 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 it's anal pleasure awareness oh, okay. month. Like, right. Wait, wait, what does that mean? Your ass next month. Wait, okay? what does that mean? Everybody just be aware of your ass. Can somebody tell me what that it's, means? It's anal pleasure you be awareness anal month. <laughs> that everybody should have anal next month. Every yes, everybody. I don't know if that's what it actually means, but it is. <laughs> I haven't had anal with my dude yet, so really? I'm, yeah. yeah. You want him to, or he? Some guys are hesitant to do that, and some women are hesitant to tell a man they like that. 
Yeah, I think it's one of those things where um, I, I'm. It's just sexual for me. It's not like oh, I'm a planet at ten forty five. It's just go with the flow. I'm drunk. Put it in there. Right. Uh, I don't think you can do that with anal. No, might get a little surprise. <laughs> yeah, don't you, like, oh no, I didn't think it felt like this. Did you? Don't you have to prepare for anal though, somewhat? Like make sure you're cleaned out there and. Oh, that's what I heard. Unless you your know what big. Cause you can't just slide it in there. Is I'm, I'm a clean person regardless, so I wake up in the morning and be clean. Mm-hmm. I don't know about these other people. You gotta make sure you go to the bathroom. <laughs> you gotta clean. You gotta make sure you go to the bathroom minute, first. Like, yes. <laughs> and you gotta shower after you after you. Don't. And you have to use lube. <laughs> you do after every time after you poop, you do you shower? Yes, I do. Wow. Who doesn't? Yes, I do. You poop every time after you I mean you shower every time after you yes. poop. Yes. I do. Work. I do that's what it's saying. I every do. time? Yes. Yeah. If I'm at home, it's a morning you know thing worst? for me. So I poop in the morning. Yes, in the morning. And, and right yeah, after that I, I take that. a shower. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's you know what the worst is if you're in the shower and you have to go and you're like, damn it. Yeah, I did not I refuse to believe that y'all take a shower every time y'all poop. So y'all just around the house. If I'm home, if, if I'm, I'm home, at home, I definitely would take a shower, shower right after. Right after? Yes. What is this getting on y'all when it comes out? Like, I don't understand <laughs> why. Just, I just want to wipe my ass. Charlotte, you shower. take all your clothes off when you poop. You might as well hop in the shower. I do, and I wipe thoroughly. And, you know, <laughs> you got a bidet and you... You, you have a bidet? No. You use your business. What are you talking about? I don't think I'd use I don't think that I'd use that every day since I'm Well, this anal pleasure. <laughs> anal pleasure month. You might want to try it. You know? So you think you guys are going to yeah. wait till you get married? Maybe that's a gift for after marriage? Like, give them something to look forward to? Absolutely. Absolutely. I don't give up on my tricks before the marriage. No. Who are the, what other tricks you do you have? You have no idea how many fart sounds are going to play during this interview. <laughs> <laughs> you have no clue. <laughs> oh, no. So you tell us one of your stories. That's what you you about. Oh, gosh. It's so many. Give us one that's going to make us want to read this book. Uh, yeah, well, uh, doing it to a guy before in the... What? Oh, you pegged him? Yeah. You put a strap on her and you... Mm-hmm. Your boyfriend? No. What's this in No, a, it's, in a, it's in a book, okay? It's in, in a book. It's in Atlanta? It's in a book. Was this a, oh, was this one I'm of trying the, to narrow it down. <laughs> it's in the book. That's all was I got to say. Did this take place book. in Atlanta? What boyfriend was this? It's in the book. Is he on you, the show? Did you say his name? No, I said what, no. Uh, no names in the book. No yeah, you can't. Okay. So you really did this? I, hey, it's in the book. She said it was in Atlanta, right? Yes. yes. Okay. It's in Atlanta. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of stuff behind how did they? How did he ask you? I'm just curious. Like, it was like, hey, babe, why don't you, you know... Yeah, how does this come up? I don't even want to say it because then they're going to use it as a clip. So. No, we already call you um, Envy Peg. Peg Pegging Envy. No, That's you, the movie. no you don't. Pegging but anyway, how, how did he ask you? <laughs> no, I don't think... Like I said, it's not one of those things you plan. It's just... It's just, you just but you don't just have a strap on yeah, laying yeah, around. Yeah, you just have them in your closet? Yeah. I, I have a you sex... yes. Yeah, you no, do? I have, you have a sex toy. You have I a have swing? a sex toy company with Doc Johnson. Oh, well, then it makes sense. Yeah, I put out a sex toy line with Doc Johnson, so yeah. All right, we have more with Carly Ray. When we come back, don't move. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. It's Friday, so you know what that means. It's, it's freaky, 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 freaky Friday. And we have Carly Ray in the up. building. <laughs> Charlemagne, well, make sure sex toy is different than everybody else. Um, cause I p- I picked the ones that I want. Um, you know, Doc Johnson and I got together and they said, okay, which are the ones that you really really like? I like um. Buzzing in your mouth, mm-hmm. that that one. You ever you ever tried? No, you ever buzzing in your mouth. It's, no. Yeah, it's a it's when you go down on somebody, it's a vibe, a liquid vibrator. So it's a liquid, and you put it in your mouth, and it buzzes like pop rocks. <laughs> Not necessarily pop rocks, just like a vibrator, but pop rocks, pop rocks. Oh, <laughs> but it's it's a liquid vibrator. Mm. 
What about rings? Have you ever used those on a guy? No. Oh I heard guys love rings, though, and it's supposed to be really good for them. Yeah. Like the pleasure and the sensation of never it. Never tried that. Never tried a <laughs> ring? No, I never tried that. I did. They say guys like that. Yeah, I heard it's supposed to be really good. It's supposed to give you I, more sensation. I didn't like it. I feel like the like the like it messes your circulation up a little bit. That's I, at the least point that's what I thought in my that's mind. That's what I heard. Yeah. It keeps yeah. you harder Do for guys like rings? I never, I never it's supposed to help you maintain your erection for a longer period of time and make you more sensitive. They also say guys who aren't circumcised have a lot more sensation in the um, hood of their I can't deal with a Charlamagne guy that's was, not circumcised. was halfway uh-uh. circumcised. That. How do you know, MB? <laughs> then what happened to you guys? Ask him. Ask him again. You put the camera right on his face. <laughs> ask him again. Ask him again. MB said ask that him. like he's Just seen it up close. Yeah, word boy. I didn't have circumcised. Go ahead, answer the How question. Is that for you? Oh, wait, are you are you circumcised? Are you circumcised? Yes, I'm, I'm, I'm circumcised. circumcised. Okay. Charlamagne's okay. halfway. I used to have a little skin bridge. Halfway. I used to have a little skin bridge. I, it was a little skin bridge that I had, but it's it's gone now. And but you off. had to go back to the hospital and get uh, it. I think I was like 17, maybe. Are you serious? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was just a little piece of skin from the shaft to the head of the penis. You'll see it. Like if you can Google it and you'll your see it. Your mom took it. Was it your penis? But no, I actually went for something <laughs> else. <laughs> I went for something else, and the doctor said, he's like, he's like, what is that doing there? The doctor That's something you got to get rid of. That's what he said. At 16, at 17. I don't remember what I was getting done. I, it, it's something I was must getting done. You must have an STD. Yeah. I didn't. And he was like, he, he snipped it right he's there. He burned his it, it up. And did it hurt? No. Nah. You want me to Google it? I'll Google it for you. Hold oh, wow. On. It's not going to be mine, but you'll see what I'm talking about. <laughs> oh, wow. I so wait, so, okay. So give us some other toys. Oh gosh! Oh yeah, the give us your favorite, your your top five. Liquid vibrator, um, strap on. Uh, See, that's how it looks. Oh, <laughs> that's what your penis looks like. Ew, Look at this. That's how it looked. It was like, it was a piece of skin like you didn't that. think that was crazy. I never oh, thought. Of it. I mean, I, I thought it was normal until I went to the doctor and he told, he was like, "What is that?" <laughs> what is so that? You had what is schme- that? What is that? What is that? I did used to have little little bouts of schmegma. A little schmegma. I did. That yeah, funky fact. spunky penis. Whoa. Mm-hmm. All right, so go on. What else? Yeah, uh, so the like strap on. The strap how, on. How, so how frequently have you used a strap on on men? Like how many different men have you used? No, on? no, no, just one time. Just one time. Yeah. Did he love it? I'm sure. And he remained your boyfriend? No, hell no. Was oh, it? No. Did We'd it slide in? Because he, he can never We'd so bad about you. Words, boy, you do something like that. <laughs> <laughs> never. That's never. why you got Never. Married. You will never come for me ever. <laughs> but um, yes, the, the liquid vibrators. Wait, wait, one more question about the strap on. So was it wide open or did it like have to? Was it like a you know? Is one of let me put the mm-hmm. in, you know. Let me just slip. Let me, can I just put the in? That's what you told him. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> let me put just the in. Like can I put the in? Can I just put the in? But um, did he bleed? Oh my. Gosh. Oh my gosh. I'm just asking. I no, no, he didn't bleed. No, no, no. Should he have? I don't know. <laughs> I think everybody's ass is the same way. I don't know. Okay. All right. So go on. I'm sorry. Yeah. No, the liquid vibrate. Which ones do you like? The, um, I've never been that big into toys, but the little pocket rocket. I have that too in my line. Yeah. Yeah, I'll send it to you. I have Anything that too in my that, okay, line. Okay, good. Perfect. Rocket. All right, so go on. Tell me the rest of your favorite. Okay, so liquid vibrate. I do like the pocket rocket. Okay. The strap on. The handcuff situation, mm-hmm. you know. Lituation. Yeah. I want to know the person you, you, uh... You put a strap on him. I want to. I want to know. Oh my gosh! Everyone's his number, right? <laughs> you know what? That's how that sounded, my brother. I'm gonna be honest with you. That's exactly how you sounded just now. I want to know the guy who you had. Ooh. And you're like, I don't hear about nothing else. Give me his number. That's how you sounded. I smack my penis. I don't have that no more. He can have the real. You can't thing. smack my shame. Me, I don't have it. <laughs> you I think will. that when you get married, you'll have threesomes? Hmm. Is that That's something yes. you guys? Discuss? I think I would, but I don't think he would allow me to. 
So you don't think he'll be with it? But yeah, I don't think to. he'll be with it. Mm-hmm. I ask him about it now. I'll be like, ooh, ain't that girl? He'll be like, what? Is he a freak in the bedroom at least? Yeah, but I don't think he will be with it. But he don't do anal. He don't want no threesomes. Mm-mm, I can't even touch his booty. I can't even go, like, yeah, no. Can't lick it? No, I can't even. I can't even, like, you know how if I even smack his ass, he'd be like, yeah, that's crazy. You know how right? you smack guys' yeah. ass like, hey, and they get out the shower. Hey, he like, yeah, oh, even some guys get fighting words. He be looking at me like, don't even touch me. There. Do you yeah. like choking and stuff like that when you're in the bedroom? Yeah, I like all that stuff. And getting slapped. Do you like choked? Mm, very lightly, not like a I might pass out. Some people like the I might pass out choke. No, you like better that. not. But that's fighting. What about a smack? Um, lightly, mm-hmm. lightly. Like eh, yeah, uh. <laughs> not no, huh? <laughs> no him. <laughs> are you smacking in the bed? Are you are you are you choking and smacking? Uh, I do a little light choke. <laughs> yes. You like being choked? No. Do you like being choked in me? No. You don't like some big strong hands around your neck? (laughs) (laughs) My wife has little hands, but no, I'll pass. No no, no choking me. No choking. I never tried it, though. You should. It might be good, might be good, but nah, I'll pass. What about role play? I don't think he's going for, I don't know, guys, I don't think he's going for all of that. You ain't describe a freaky person. You said he's freaky. Yeah, no, he's freaky because there's other ways to be freaky. Like what? Having sex anywhere, anywhere. What's the craziest place? That makes you an exhibitionist. Yeah. What's the craziest place you have sex? In the truck. Craziest place. Oh my gosh. On that's no, not crazy on the beach. It's not crazy. Uh dag on a plane is not crazy. Everybody's doing that. There's <laughs> <laughs> nothing left. There's nothing left anymore. There's nothing left for me to do to be crazy. Right, right. Gotta think about that one. When you gotta get That means your bar is too high. Meaning that like you've done so much freaky stuff, your bar's way high. <laughs> yeah, you think so? Yeah, 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 yeah. Because what you don't think is freaky, you'll probably say it, and everybody be like, what? You know what I mean? Yeah, that's true. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, you're probably right. You think huge penises are overrated? I like them small. Even though my dude doesn't have a small penis, Whoa. I'm put that out there. Wow. You like them small? Like, Gigi. what do you mean by small? Gigi, you think penises are overrated? <laughs> what do you call me? Gigi. What about you? You Gigi, I'm L'Oreal. You think big penis is overrated? You know, you know I, mine is big, so I you know, I like them big. I know yours are small. Yes. How do you know? I like small penises. You like small penises? Yes, I do. Right? It's easier for you to s***, right? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. No I'm rolling. I'm being L'Oreal. <laughs> I like them small. I mean, my dude doesn't have a small, but I do like them small. I dance with my but man sometimes. what do you mean sometimes? by small? Like, how small is No, small? average. <laughs> Okay, average. you keep saying small. Like average, average. I like average. I like average. But, uh, you know, guys walk around and they're like, I got a big That's you know? how they walk around? Those yeah. are the ones that usually don't have them. Oh, the ones that brag. The ones that brag. Yeah. Okay. I'm L'Oreal. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> L'Oreal, you so stupid. <laughs> That's that big energy they talk about, though. Big energy. <laughs> a lot of people brag about it. I'm like, well, I don't like that. Mm-mm. I don't yeah, like I average. Sometimes you got to sit to the side so it don't go all the way in. I really like that you guys are doing this because we're definitely using <laughs> <laughs> And no one's going to understand anything about any type of role play. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what up, Gigi and L'Oreal? What up, Gigi? What up, L'Oreal? Gigi and L'Oreal. You know, Probably I'm never going to forget that. You don't know Gigi and L'Oreal? Lip service. You, you talk about my podcast, yet? lip service. She hasn't done it yet. Man, please clarify for her when she leaves. She was like... <laughs> Indian, don't worry about it. <laughs> we put that out there. Well, it's Carly Red. It's Thank the Breakfast you. Club. Good morning. Good morning. The Breakfast Club.